Welcome to HCS Talks. I am your host, Superintendent of Hampton City Schools, Raymond Haynes. This is the Hampton City Schools podcast that we just started this school year. If it's important to students, parents, teachers, community, or anything that has to do with education, we hope to cover it on HCS Talks. The goal is to inform, educate, and even entertain you. Today, I have stopped by Phoebus High School, where the purpose is greatness every day in every way. And I have the privilege of talking with two of our phantom students, Caleb Lucas and Henry Godfrey. So thank you for joining us today, Caleb and Henry. So before we begin with the questions and dialogue, I'm going to trust that you all give me a lot of feedback on podcasts as well. I know your parents very well, uh, Caleb, and I know your parents and grandparents very well, Henry. So I'm going to hold you all to the highest of standards and expect nothing but greatness in you living up to your model here at Phoebus High School. So let's start out with each of you telling our listening audience a little bit about yourselves. Uh, where you went to school before Phoebus High School, your current grade, perhaps your academy, likes and interests, and sort of kind of ambitions after high school. If you miss any of those points, I'll come back to them. So we can start with Henry. All right, so my name's Henry Godfrey. I went to Jones Manning Middle School before Phoebus. Thank you for allowing me to have the opportunity to go there. I'm currently in the 10th grade. My academy is ace. Some of my likes and interests are, I'm really interested in music. I play piano. I practice almost every day. And I'm also interested in basketball in school as well. Do you and play on the team? Not yet. I'm trying out this year. All right. And then some of my ambitions after high school are to go to college. I have a lot of colleges on my list right now. And I'm going for communications or entrepreneurship. Outstanding. Outstanding. So you said you attended Jones Magnet uh, prior to coming here. Yes. 10th grade, the ACE Academy. For our listening audience, tell them what the ACE Academy is. So the ACE Academy is an academy where basically you get your associate's degree in high school before you even get your high school degree. And it just knocks off two years of college. So you're looking forward to being a part of the rigor of the Academy of the College experience and getting that associate's degree and that great partnership that we have with Virginia Peninsula Community College. Can't say enough about it, and, and I am um, very proud that you are part of that academy as well. Thank you. Mr. Lucas. Hello, my name is Caleb Lucas. Um, I went to Kilgore Gifted Center before coming to Phoebus. I'm in uh, the 10th grade, also in the Academy of the College Experience. I'm very interested, very passionate about music. Um, I'm actually serving as drum major this season for the marching band. Um, I'm very into law and politics. Um, that's something that I really take to heart and I study a lot. So when I, um, after high school, I would like to go to um, college to become a lawyer and get into politics. Outstanding. So you, you say you play an instrument? Yes. What instrument again? Um, trumpet. Trumpet. You also sing? Yes. Do you sing as well? I might. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But you say you play piano as well? Piano and drums as well. Any percussion instrument. Are you in the band here? I'm in concert band. Okay. I'm not in marching band. I tried it. It didn't go as well as I hoped. So <laughs> hopefully next year I'll be able to do it. Outstanding. So I know that you both have a podcast, yes. which gives me makes me a little nervous today because you two are pros at it, and I am a rookie with this whole podcasting. Tell the listening audience a little bit about your podcast and how it started. And I'll put in some things as it relates to the um, PBL showcases we have with the academies of Hampton and letting the listening audience know about that. But if you don't mind just sharing uh, a little bit about your podcast and how it started. Okay. So our podcast is entitled the seven five seven connection and is a community service project based on, um, you know, going out in the community and finding people who are doing real good, um, real good in the community and people who are very involved and um, having conversations with them, trying to see, what they're passionate about, and how students can help. We also um, incorporate our own community service within that. So we go out and we see how we can give back to our community. And it's overall been a great experience. We've um, been able to, you know, serve with different youth events, different um, community service events. We've um, done a lot of giveaways, a lot of drives. And we've even, um, you know, partnered with different schools to um, raise shoes that were going off to um, other countries like Haiti. That is remarkable. What is the name of the podcast? The name of the podcast is The 757 Connection. 757 Connection. So for the listening audience, these project was, did you all start the podcast as part of the project-based learning? Yes. Okay. So this was initiated as a result of that. So just for the listening audience, in August of 2022, each academy that we have, the 16 academies in Hampton City Schools, we challenge to create one or more projects with young people in grades 9, 10, and 11, working directly with community members with the effort to make an impact on the Hampton community beyond their own school walls. So the projects each needed to have the following elements, student voice, choice, and leadership, implementation across multiple content areas, and an academy lens focus and a way to measure the impact. So one of the things we focused on in giving you all feedback with these PBL showcases was looking at the impact that it had on the community. So it had to be something real, too. It could not be something that you all just creatively came up with. So you looked at the things that were going on within the Hampton community and how you would make an impact based on your project-based learning showcases as well. So... You all participated and competed in that. Where did you place in competing in the PBL showcase? At the local and district level, we placed first. And then at, at another level, we placed fourth, I believe. Not second, second. Second, my bad. So at the local and district level, you placed first. What type of award or reward did you receive as a result of that? I mean, everybody just said congratulations. <laughs> it was like... <laughs> And at the next level, what did you get in terms of placing second? We so, got oh, you can go ahead. We got a check for three hundred dollars. Yeah, three hundred dollars per person. So we had a four-person group, so that was um, twelve hundred for the whole group together. So each member of the team received three hundred dollars. Yes, sir. 
That is outstanding. So how did that make you feel to be a part of something like that where you all were collaborating and, and doing some teamwork and focusing on the leadership aspect of the work? How did that make you feel to be a part of something like that and to be recognized at such a high level? It felt good. We kind of we kind of bonded over this too as well. We kind of built relationship. It was good leading other people but and having an influence throughout our community. So yeah, just knowing that just made us feel proud. And I think um it was very important that to show that age doesn't really influence how much of an impact you can have in your community. It's all about, you know, just what you do and whatever goals that you have just put your mind to it and be vocal about what you want to achieve that is one of the most impactful statements i've heard age does not determine how much of an impact you can make in your community just making certain you do something and putting your brains together collectively and working together as a team those are life skills that will serve you well well beyond uh the walls of phoebus high school yes and you mentioned earlier about the initiative to uh, get shoes and send them off to different countries. Can you talk a little bit more about that and what that entailed? Sure. So we had a partnership with Souls for Souls. And what that entailed was we began it within the walls of Phoebus High School. And we um, had shared the message that we were collecting shoes that would um, be sent off to Haiti and um, some other countries across the water. And that kind of started as a week-long project. And as we moved on, we realized that people were still sending shoes after the week. So we were like, whoa, what do we do? What do we do? So we um, prolonged this to the end of the school year, and we ended with 5,000 pairs of shoes. And that was really, really impactful for me to find out and see because I was was skeptical at first because I didn't know how it would go. But I was really proud to see that our efforts, you know, have really paid off there. So how did you all use your podcast to sort of uh, market what you were doing in terms of collecting these shoes? We kind of just talked about where we were, we tracked our growth. And after that, it kind of just elevated from there. So did the podcast help, I guess, market what you were trying to do and and the impact you were trying to make? Yes. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Did you have opportunities to speak with particular folks about this during your podcast, or was it just the two of you talking about it in general? Did you interview anybody or anyone uh, on your podcast about this initiative? Yes, so we had the um, opportunity to talk to some students from Bethel High School who were also um, competing. Um, we had the opportunity to talk to uh, to them about their project, and we had the opportunity to share what we were, you know, kind of going over. And we kind of collaborated on that to see um, if they can, you know, help us out with um, that effort. And then we also talked to, um, I can't remember the name of the organization, but they were um, allowing us to, you know, allowing us to, um, what's the word? Collaborate? Yeah, allowing us to elaborate on, Thank you. Allowing us to elaborate on our um, our project and even, you know, advertise what we were doing so that uh, we could find some way to um, get collect more shoes. So I did want to get into what types of podcasts you have done, other types of podcasts you have done. 
So our first podcast was kind of like an introduction. So we just all went around the table talking about um, what kind of things that we wanted to see. And then we kind of got into the community um, impact portion of it. So we were really intentional about what we wanted our podcast to look like and what we wanted to cover within our podcast. Um, Henry, if you can elaborate on that a little bit. We just covered different topics, basically going through throughout the community, talking to influential people, just getting the getting our podcast name up and marketing ourselves to the best of our ability. Do you recall any of the topics, Henry? We talked about a business where they had products that helped us with wellness. So it's just various topics, and you all are still working to focus on specific topics and how you can continue to make an impact. Yes. So, do you know how many subscribers you have with your podcast? So, we currently have um, around 150. Uh, And that may not seem like a lot, but... It's more than I have. (laughs) (laughs) But what what were you going to say? It may not seem like a lot, but for people that are listening weekly, that's a big deal. That 100 plus people may be listening to us weekly. I have 403. Yeah, I knew she said 40. <laughs> <laughs> so where where can we listen to your podcast? RSS feed, Spotify. We're working on YouTube right now and Apple Music, but RSS feed and Spotify mainly. RS feed? RSS feed. RSS feed and Spotify. Yes. We also use RSS feed as well. So um Yeah. I'm I'm just looking to see how I can get some insight from you all to actually increase my subscribers uh, from what I thought was 433. <laughs> I know I added a three. <laughs> so talk to me about what you think makes for an interesting podcast. I think just keeping your listeners engaged and figuring out what makes them want to care about the podcast and what we have to say. Because if you do that, then they're going to subscribe. They're going to listen, and they're going to be open to what you have to say. So you see I'm taking notes, Henry. (laughs) (laughs) Caleb, what do you have for me, sir? A lot of our research that we did um, prior to starting the podcast showed that a lot of people are not interested in podcasts because the visual cortex, um, the visual aspect of the podcast is missing. So you have to make something about your voice engaging or something about the conversations that you're having engaging because that visual aspect is really missing. So a lot of people don't know where to look. So it's kind of like you have to make your voice engaging because, you know, people may want to do other things like folding clothes, washing right. dishes. So, so I perhaps need to be more entertaining with my voice and have <laughs> some inflections. Maybe get with the two of you since you're playing an instrument and you sing. Maybe we can <laughs> push out a few tunes that might decrease my subscriber. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Any additional tips you have in terms of having a successful podcast? I think just tracking your growth as well because you want to see where you're evolved from. And when you can work from that, you're going to build up. And also just being able to l- really listen to people's feedback. Your listeners are always going to let you know what they like and people who are also just you know, finding your stuff for the first time, they'll let you know what to improve on. So the feedback from people in your communities are, is definitely something that can really help. So what type of feedback have you all 
gathered from your podcast so far? You don't have to go into real detail, just examples of some of the types of feedback you've received. I say just me be more engaging, especially with that visual element, because a lot of people say it's boring. They don't want to look at it anymore. So I think just being more visually engaging will help. So you all have the podcast. It's not just audio. You all do it with video as well? Right. Yes. yes. So have you done some with just the audio? Yes. And the type of feedback that you've gathered from just the audio was what? Be, be more engaging or yes. anything else? Um, we also had a note that we we tend to rush our words a little bit, mm. and um, the inflection in our voices are not always there. And when we have discussions, kind of like back and forth, we tend to like jump on each other's words. So we kind of just have to have like a roundtable consensus of what we want our roundtables to look like. Okay, so that's what I was mentioning earlier, having the inflection so it doesn't come across as rather robotic when you're right. when you're having the podcast. Is it typically just the two of you or are there more and what are their roles with the podcast? There's five of us now because we've officially added a new member to speak with us. He's not here right now. And then we have our cameraman who's not here right now, as well as our marketer who gets us out there on Instagram. Okay. So you have a marketer, too. Yes. I have one, too. (laughs) (laughs) So any other advice for me in my role as a podcaster? Yeah, like I said, just be more engaging. I think... Happening. So are you saying I'm not engaging? (laughs) Um, No, but I say just (laughs) being a little more engaging. Remember, parents and grandparents, I know. (laughs) (laughs) So be more engaging. What else? I think just having the inflection, like you said. I mean, you were going to Caleb saying he could sing, so I think we could help you with inflection. (laughs) (laughs) Caleb, any other advice for me as a podcaster? Same still holds true. I I can call your mom and dad directly. (laughs) (laughs) I just think, um, for one, you know, I've I've listened to your podcast myself. So um, I really like the lineups that you've had, um, the people that you've spoken to. So I would say continue to, um, you know, keep that lineup going, continue to find the most interesting people, the people who have the most to say, the most intelligent things to say, and continue to, you know, rise up from there because there's a lot of people. That's great advice from both of you. I actually did think about that and in, in working with Ms. Goral, who is our Executive Director of Public Relations and Marketing. I think one of the ways, just from my own self-reflection, to increase the listening audience is who the guests are. So I'm always the constant, so we have to look at making certain that we get guests that are just as engaging and folks are going to want to listen to as well. So I do look forward to continuing to work with you all in my role as a podcaster. So you all continue to give me some feedback, and I appreciate, Caleb, you're listening to my podcast. You're one of the 43. (laughs) Henry, have you listened to any of them? Do I I need to make any phone calls? uh, No, I just didn't know y'all had a podcast. I'll be honest (laughs) with you. So (laughs) (laughs) you know now. So anyway you listen to the podcast, you you. Connect to HCS Talks and listen to your superintendent, please. Any advice you have for me in my role as superintendent as well? That's a good question. I say just building solid, keep continue to build solid relationships is going to help you. And just learning to lead, I think influencing our community and our school 
will help us a lot. So thank you so much, Caleb. Yeah, I know you've spoken on this before, but there's always something to learn. And um, no, never stop learning because there's always something and uh, more knowledge to, you know, absorb. And I think just being a listening ear to um, the students and the you know families of Hampton City Schools, I think that's where we find, you know, the most progress, the most growth is just being a listening ear. As outstanding advice from both of you. And one of the things I have uh, been taught by my parents in growing up is always remain humble as well and, and never feel as though you know everything. And that whole aspect of being a lifelong learner, I think, is extremely important in this line of work. And looking at my role in terms of uh, leading the school division from being that of hopefully inspiring others and empowering others and helping to build and grow other leaders as well. Anything else you all want to share with the listening audience, a song or two or something you want to do to further engage the listening audience and increase my subscribers? We have an intro if you want us to do that. <laughs> the intro to what? Our podcast. Let's Let's hear it. Welcome to the 757 Connection, the best way to stay connected in your community. Community From the lens of the youth, we give you our best take on what's going on. My name is Henry. My name is Caleb. And we are the, the 757, 757 Connection. Wow. Now I feel like I have a lot of work to do. <laughs> <laughs> now, I like your intro. This is it's a great intro right here. Well, thank you so much. We, we're going to continue to empower and uplift one another. How about yes, that? Thank you both, Caleb and Henry, and for sharing your podcast and experience and wisdom with me today. I hope as I continue to host HCS Talks that I become a master podcaster just like you. And to our listeners, remember, education is the most powerful weapon you can use to change the world. As one community, one transformation, we will ensure academic excellence for every child, every day, whatever it takes. I'll catch you next time. Listen to learn more about Hampton City Schools. New episodes of HCS Talks drop on Thursdays. Subscribe and listen to HCS Talks. HCS Talks is a Hampton City Schools production.